Hi everybody, this is Nurse Trish with the Honest Nurse Podcast. Um, Today I wanted to share with you some conversations that I've had with some people in the medical field, either former medics, nurses who work side by side with medics, and or nurses who have been both paramedics and nurses at the same time. Now, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this episode because unfortunately, most of the opinions expressed here in my interviews are not very kind when it comes to speaking of paramedics, but I think it's important for everybody to kind of know where they stand and sometimes the perceptions of others towards ourselves can kind of give us a better insight and make us better professionals in our own way. So with that, I would first like to introduce to you Emergency Trauma Mama. She also has her own um, show and she's found on Instagram at Emergency Trauma Mama and she has a lot of interesting things to say. Hi, this is Emergency Trauma Mama. And I have my own podcast, but I'm helping uh, Nurse Trish out today, the honest nurse, um, in answering some of her um, questions regarding what's it like to work with paramedics. So after about 23 plus years of emergency department and trauma experience, um, I've done a fair amount of my work with paramedics. So, you know, medics work in the ED a lot just as text to kind of fill in. Um, I've also worked with a lot of paramedic interns and having taught them um, throughout their educational process, kind of helping them, you know, get their intubations and get their IV sticks and all of that. And what I can say about paramedics is they are far above and beyond underestimated part of healthcare. Um, you know, they're the first responders out there on the street. And, you know, the medics and the police work a lot together, and there are times when the medics get there first, and the scene might not necessarily be safe. They really have to take a lot of risks, so much so that some medics have had to invest in Kevlar in some of the um, inner urban areas in some of the cities that they work in because it's simply not safe. So anybody who underestimates the value of a paramedic, I feel sorry for because as an ED nurse, I respect them highly. I enjoy teaching them. I enjoy working with them and they're pretty awesome. You know, there's kind of one of these things where ED nurses and medics, we, uh, we think we can fix most things with a really good wide piece of medical tape. There's nothing that we can't fix. But we work together really well, I think, for the most part, and we are kind of like peanut butter and jelly. You know, there's there's a lot of things that go both ways for us. For an ED nurse, I was always taught to give the utmost respect and politely listen to the paramedics when they come in with a patient. So listen to their story, especially in a trauma. So when we have a resuscitation or the medics are bringing a super bad patient in, I always give them that that 60 seconds of silence and typically more than that. But I listen to their story because they were out there on the street. 
doing the extrication. They know what the scene looked like. They know what the vehicle looked like or vehicles. You know, if there's fatalities on scene, a lot of times they have to just kind of work around that and bring you the live patient. So they've like just dealt with the on-scene fatality and they're coming in, you know, cool as a cool cucumber. So I honestly respect the heck out of all of my medics um, that I work with. And that's been that way since the beginning of time. And I think that's because, you know, I did ride-alongs when I was a brand new ER nurse. And I saw some of the things that they have to deal with. And I think that is really something that needs to happen for most emergency nurses. And that we need to, like, incorporate that back into part of the orientation uh, for every emergency department nurse needs to go out on the street, right in the jump seat of the AMBO and see what their life is like. Because until you do that, you really have no clue of the things that they have to come up, get, come up against every shift, you know, day in, day out, you know, they get those 3 a.m. wake up calls, they get on scene, they roll up, and it's like a patient with belly pain for 10 days. And they just got woken up um, for that. So basically, you know, the cabulant drive. So someone could have called a cab or an Uber or had their friend drive them to the ED. But no, they called 911 for a non-emergent type issue. So, you know, they put up with a lot of that stuff as well. And then when the patient is critically ill and seconds are ticking and time is of the essence, they are the first ones there and they do a lot of amazing things. So I hats off to them, Nurse Trish. I really love, honor, and respect my paramedics. It's kind of like a brotherhood to me. And I really listen to what they have to say. So when they're giving me report you know, I don't give them a bunch of lip or give them attitude um, or anything like that because I really value what my paramedics have to say. And again, you know, when the patient's saying, oh, I'm allergic to that drug that begins with a D, I don't even need to know the paramedic and I'll kind of look across the room at him and be like, oh yeah, yeah, uh, Dilantin, you know, that one drug. You have seizures? <laughs> you know, we can kind of play along that way. We'll just go through all the drugs that start with a D. So then we'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's it, deltiazem. So you have a heart problem, right? Because you know, they're really trying to get down to the word delauded, but we never say it. So, you know, there's kind of that unwritten rule um, between nurses and paramedics in the emergency department. And I really think we have that camaraderie and just that feeling of, you know, we're all in this together. So I feel like I've got their back, they've got mine, and um, hats off to them and much respect. So thank you guys for all that you do, uh, men, women, both of you out there um, fighting the good fight on the streets every day. So thank you. Street medicine's awesome. You guys rock. Take care. Emergency trauma mama. Peace out. So now that you might be catching on to what we are getting to, I'd like to remind you that it is April Fool's Day, but I still do have a couple of interviews I think you might find helpful. 
So next is an interview with a nurse, formal paramedic, who spent many years on the ambulance with medics and nurses trained to do medic things. And so I'd like to share with you our conversation. I've worked with medics for nine years of my career. I did uh, critical care transport nursing and in the hospitals, our medics are, in New Jersey anyway, our medics are trained to be uh, technicians in the ER. I was qualified and certified to work in the pre-hospital setting as well as in clinical acute care. And the medics oftentimes had as much knowledge, or in some cases, depending on disease and diagnosis and such, they had more knowledge than me, and they were able to identify Things like secondary drowning symptoms and different uh, nuances of change in the patient's condition that were indicators of deteriorating condition as we were transporting. There were often times that the paramedics would say things like, oh, you're so smart, or you really seem to know what you're doing, or, you know, you really got this. And I often would turn the tables on them and say to them, it's not about who's smarter or who's had more education or where we stand. It's more about our licensure versus certification, but it's more about how smart we are as a team. And I always honed on the team effort because wherever I was lacking in something clinically, they could make up for it. And a lot of times, even the EMTs that I worked with uh, had been trained extra to handle situations with critical care transport and we were able to get people the kind of in-hospital care or in um, what we like to say bring in the emergency room to the patient they received that acute care attention in the back of my truck quite often because of riding with medics and with EMTs that were trained. I only had one instance where I rode with an EMT who was not adequately trained and we, it was a particularly bad weather experience here in New Jersey and she managed to get the ambulance stuck in the snow and on top of that we were trying to, I had gone over all the equipment in the ambulance with her at the beginning of the shift because I knew we were headed downhill quickly and sure enough Um, You get a case, you get a patient in there that's acutely ill, needs intervention right away, and your partner doesn't remember the equipment you need to give that patient the intervention that they need. A patient who had end-stage cardiac disease, secondary uh, cardiac failure, secondary to left ventricular hypertrophy, among other things, and pulmonary edema, The patient succumbed to his illness, and we were unable to resuscitate him effectively in the presence of his partner uh, because of the fact that my partner didn't know where the uh, place, where the equipment was to give the patient um, continuous positive airway pressure uh, delivery through CPAP uh, tubing and such. She didn't remember which tubing I had told her to get, so she was like panicking in a moment of panic. A medic wouldn't have done that. So for those of you who are listening who are medics, I am curious to know if you are a little surprised as to how highly a lot of nurses actually 
do think of you guys and we view you as equal members of a team and you guys are very important and we really do value working with you. So with that being said, my final conversation is with someone who truly influenced me into becoming a nurse in the first place. And growing up, I watched him go from construction, through general contracting, through EMT, paramedic, ED nursing, ICU nursing, flight nursing, and now a nurse practitioner for critical access hospitals in remote places of Montana and all through the state of Alaska. So I would like to introduce to you my very own dad, nurse practitioner Ed, and he will talk a little bit about his thoughts on working with medics and transitioning from medics to nursing and a little bit about his journey. So I, as you know, I was a EMT first. It, it kind of happened by accident um, in that I was working construction and my partner uh, fell off the roof while we were setting trusses and broke his arm. And later that week, I had um, the fire marshal inspection um, on another job. And, and in casual conversation with the fire marshal, he offered to pay for an EMT class if I would volunteer. And I, having felt really uh, frustrated, not knowing what to do when my partner had fallen off the roof, um, other than boil sheets, tear, you know, tear sheets, boil water kind of stuff, I, I thought, sure. Um, so I took it, and, and it was just mind-blowing to me, even at an EMT level for someone with no medical background. It was like really cool. Um, so just kept on going, it rolled from that into a paramedic and then <clears throat> applied to fire college because we were living in Florida at the time and uh, on a whim applied to nursing school, got into both. And my paramedic partner, a lady named Patty, uh, which I'll always uh, remember for saying, you'd be a fool not to go to nursing school. And me, went, oh, okay, <laughs> and went to nursing school instead of fire college. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me, I was not um, fully aware of what I was getting into. It certainly wasn't what I expected, but it it was a good career move for me. I remained a, a nurse and a paramedic for many years. This served me well as I later transitioned um, through ICU into uh, the emergency room where I was for many years and then as a flight nurse working in some pretty rural and remote areas. I've been in uh, rural Alaska now for almost 20 years. Um, So the paramedic background has served me well and uh, there's many times I thought that, boy, if I could just be a paramedic and make nursing pay, everything would be great. But flight kind of helped with that and then transitioning into being a nurse practitioner in the ER, which is what I do now, really helped. And again, I I feel like my paramedic training served me really well through all these phases of my career and continues to serve me today. So you've talked a little bit about your experiences working with medics in different areas. So how would you compare that now with the medics that you work with in these areas? 
So, yeah, early in my career, I worked in some big uh, centers, some level one and level two trauma centers. Uh, one level two trauma center in particular it was fairly huge, 48 beds with the emergency room across the street. Um, so, of course, we saw a lot of uh, EMTs and a lot of paramedics come in through the doors. Um, it, it, and then comparing and contrasting that to uh, these rural critical access hospitals that I work in, primarily in Alaska and in uh, rural Montana, um, I do see a dichotomy there. It seems that in the higher level centers, um, there is a sort of uh, chasm, if you will, uh, between the paramedics and nursing. You know, they come, they deliver the patient, the nurses take the information, and that's it. You know, and these smaller centers, uh, especially since uh, a bad uh, wreck or something could just overwhelm a small ER. And by small, I mean uh, many of these is just me, a tech, and a nurse. Um, so working closely with EMS is, is critical. I had a couple summers ago where a small airplane crashed when I was working in Montana and hit power lines and fell into the Yellowstone River with two people on board. So even just one of those, even with just one patient, that would have been <clears throat> a lot for our little ER to handle. Um, so of course the EMTs packaged the patients, brought them in, they stuck around and they do this often. They'll start lines for us. They'll take vital signs. They'll work to, um, you know, the full scope of, of what they're licensed credential to do. Of course, we're not asking them to, to you know, go beyond that and do surgery or anything like that. But what a great help. So the nurses and the paramedics um, in these smaller communities, in my eyes, tend to work a lot closer together, a lot more hand-in-hand, -hand, at least initially when the, the patient is dropped off. Um, so it's not a uh, dump and go. And perhaps it's the smaller pace of this rural life that allows them to do this, maybe in the those higher acuity trauma centers. Um, those medics don't have the time to stick around and help out. Plus, those trauma centers tend to be better staffed by nursing and aides and ER techs and all that. Um, but I, I certainly don't see that that big divide between the nurses and the paramedics here. And that's very refreshing. That's good. That's good to be able to see both sides of it, because I've heard both from from both sides, just talking to different paramedics and talking to different nurses. And um, my experience mostly with paramedics has been through the cath lab. And it's kind of funny to see them. It's a whole different world of nursing when they're working side by side with their medics there. And it's kind of funny to see how they kind of mess with each other a little bit. Like the paramedics have the attitude of like, oh, you think you're a nurse and you're so much better. And then the nurses are kind of like, well, you think you can just do anything and MacGyver your way through stuff. And it, it's interesting <laughs> to see the two minds working, but they, they do work really well together in the cath lab, I think, because they're with each other, you know, all the time and, and they just have a team kind of approach. So it's it's neat to see that type of um, teamwork, whereas what I've kind of noticed more like in the hospitals working in working at Delray and it's a level one trauma center, the medics and the nurses, it's like how you described with those bigger centers there. It's not really as much teamwork. Um, they just, you know, have their own things that they do. And that's once it's done, that's it. But um, it's it's kind of refreshing to hear that it's different. It's not the same with every hospital in that 
you know, when, when it's, when the time is right, people work together to get, you know, to take care of the patient. So, um, I do like to hear that. Absolutely. Cause the time is always right mm-hmm. to take care of that patient. Cause in the end, it, it's not about, are you the medic? Are you the nurse? Are you the, the provider, the nurse practitioner, doc, PA, what have you? But it's all about that, that patient that's on that gurney or on that stretcher. Uh, laying there and you know in our care that's really what it's all about and and we need to put these uh, things aside and just take care of the patient well thanks you guys for listening again this is nurse trish with the honest nurse podcast and if you haven't gone over to my friend chris's podcast he is um the host of medic up which is a great podcast to listen to regardless what area of healthcare that you are in. It's very informative. And until next time, live honestly.